What's that? Um, bad bagpipe playing. Alright, we're recording. How's it going, Steve? Yeah, good. <clears throat> Welcome um, to Crash the Cargo Podcast, Season 3. Mm. Who's counting? Somebody might be. How was 2020? Oh, well, it was a good year for me. Yeah? Yeah, no, I was, um, didn't have to work as much, got to stay home a bit, did yep. a bit of gardening. Yep. Uh, me too. I didn't work as much. Did a bit of gardening. Yeah. Um. Oh, I just went by in a blur, really. Yep. It was no. a pretty bad year for me. I got two parking tickets. No speeding tickets. I don't have to. Don't have to waste money on entering race events. Um. You could have entered three peaks. What was I doing? No, three peaks was a bit different last oh, year, wasn't did, it? You did the Southland Marathon. Yes. It's the same day, David. Yes, you, you got a top 10 finish. I did. I did get a top 10 finish. We need to announce that. That's kind of... Yeah. Oh, thing. well, that's probably the biggest thing to happen in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Top 10 finish in a marathon. Yeah. Did you get top 10 in anything last year? I can't remember. I might have been the ultra easy, actually. Oh, yeah. I think I um, Adam got... um old. He got in the top 10 in the last man standing, Burke, um, the, the, the backyard um, Riverhead um, prolapse. Well, he, he won the Riverhead one. Well, that's top ten. Yeah, that's true. So, mm. you could say we're in the same category as Adam then. Or well, he's in the same category as us. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. 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 So. Speaking of Adam, he's actually been getting a, a few stories about him in the paper lately. He has. In the news. Yeah. Good advertising. Yeah. Um, coaching a few of his... Um, uh, he's got a few co- uh, people he's coaching there. They've, um, With run- aerobic edge. Well, yeah, they've run a few things. Aerobic Edge. Aerobic Edge. Yep. Hashtag Aerobic Edge, be yep. more savage. Yep, yep. Um, I wonder if they wear Aerodex. Mm, yeah. I wonder how Braz got on last... Um, oh, Braz, not Braz. Raz. I wonder how Raz got on last year with the old COVID. Yeah, I don't know. We need to get in touch, but he, was, he gave us some good prizes. Actually, could, could you use um, Aerodex as a face mask? I don't know, because it may be a bit too um, moisture-wicking meshy. Right. Okay. <laughs> cool. Anyway. Well, mo- moisture-wicking, I suppose, is good, but it's a bit too meshy. So what, what races did happen, actually? Let's, you know, let's knuckle down here. What races did happen last year? And well, what there was races, a very what important one in, in December. That happened. Crushed the cargo. Mm-hmm. Um, Kepler happened. Kepler happened, Alternative yeah. course again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rootburn didn't, again. Again. <laughs> um, Revenant happened last year. It did? It did, yeah. No, it happened this year. And last year. Oh, okay. I thought it was every two years. No, every three years. It's three years in a row. So it's, it's become an institution. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what else happened? Three peaks happened. Except um, you added a fourth peak, didn't you? We did, we did. Yeah. Yep. So that was the first time that had happened with three peaks. Yep, and three peaks become four the peaks. Three peaks ultra, Dunedin's iconic mountain ultra. It's the only second. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot Crush the Cargo was a mountain ultra for a second there. <laughs> yeah, I've got to find some way to label three peaks that doesn't take the the the, the you know the your attention yeah. away from Crush the Cargo. Well, at least the last peak is Mount Cargo, isn't it? Yep, it's true. So you get to crush it. Except for the one year that they did it the opposite direction, and mm-hmm. Cargill was the first peak. Mm-hmm. But you only had three. That was back in the good old days when the three peaks only had three peaks. 
Yeah. Well, two and a half peaks. For Swampy Summit isn't really a peak. No, no, but it's kind of, it's got a summit. Mm. Well, of the peaks, you don't actually get up to the top of Pulpit Rock. You don't get to the um, top of Mount Cargill because it doesn't go right up to the trig. You can fix that. So it's only Flagstaff. And now with the four peaks, three peaks plus one, it actually does go over the top of Swampy. But the original doesn't go to the very top of Swampy. Nor Mount Cargill, so it's only one peak. Right, okay, cool. We could fix it. So you're going to be running the next three peaks or...? Yes. No, what do you mean? Like running as an entering or just running as an organising? Running as an organising. So you're not allowed to enter your own events? Oh, it's too hard. Right, too hard. You've got to... um, Delegate. Yeah, but still, I've got some kind of responsibility and I guess it gets on my mind. I can't relax. Right, yeah. Have you given given away many free entries? Uh, Don't think so. You got any exciting spot prizes lined up? Yes. Well, tell us about that. There's a TV. A TV? Yeah. If you entered a Three Peaks Plus One before the end of January, yeah, midnight January 31st, then you're in the drawer for a TV. A new TV? A new TV. A smart TV. Oh, What's okay. the difference between a smart TV and a dumb TV? Is a smart TV the same as the idiot box? No, it's smart. Oh, okay. So I guess that's what's different. It's not yeah. an idiot box. Okay, oh, there you go. But, um, yeah, so it's a Panasonic Smart TV, 50 inches. Cool. How big is that? And, um, is that big? 50 inches? Yeah. Well, let me have a look. That's, oh, that's about three feet or something. That's, um, that's, that's a lot, that's a lot, that's, 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 that's a lot of that's TV. Like, that, that is a lot of TV. So, you know, when you're, when you're not out training, you could be inside just watching a three-foot TV. Well, you could watch people train on a three-foot TV. Mm. Yep. All right, cool. Yep. So that's a really good prize. So when you're recovering or you're, um, yeah, you could be watching TV. Exactly. Um, that's entered by next week. Have we said enough about that yet? Uh, entries <laughs> by next week if you want the TV. Yep. Does everyone get it? No, it's the one TV. Yep. Oh, okay. Cool. Yep. Cool. And yep. what's, what's first prize? For the um, race, yeah. a trophy. Okay, okay. Is it is it um is it a Targo is it double is it Targo Trail Running Champs? Oh yeah. Are they yeah. still doing that? <clears throat> yeah, the twenty six k doubles is that. Oh okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Cool. Yes. So uh, that's the three picks. What else is there? Um. That's a good drone. That sounded a bit like a bagpipe. It did sound like a bagpipe. Um, from Scott. Well, Scottish heritage. Uh, <clears throat> well, Crush Chicago happened. Did Longest Shortest Day happen this year? So long Last ago. Last year, it did, yeah. Last year, yeah. not this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That was as horrible as ever. Yeah. Um, um, oh, Andy Smith won, that's right. That's right. Naseby happened, no, slash, did not happen. Didn't happen. Well, everyone still went up there and ran <clears throat> anyway, didn't they? Yeah, but yeah, but they just couldn't. Glenn Sutton ran up there but didn't run back. Yep, that was a fail. Yeah. It's not, not often, it's not often Glenn fails. Well, if you set a 300-kilometre run, it's not surprising, is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not like he hasn't done it before. Was it 320? I think it was going to be 200 miles. He was going to run anyway. Mm. And it was icy cold. Mm. So, bad water one year, 
minus zero the next year. It's quite a contrast. Mm. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And then we... One of the things I checked out recently was his uh, sweat box. His hot box. Oh, has he still got it? He hasn't disassembled it. We, 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 we got it going again to train for the Revenant. Oh, okay. Because we thought, oh, it could be hot. So we, we got that and we, um, with this really good heater and it gets up to 42 degrees. Right. And that's really hot. How long did you run that for? About 10 minutes walking. Well, it took about 15 minutes to heat up that high. So it starts at about, you know, you're about 16 to 18 degrees. So you get hot feet first. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm running in sandals, so that doesn't matter. Yeah. And it takes so you do your feet still get do your feet get sweaty in your sandals? Not really. Not yeah. Really. yeah. yeah. All right. Not that I notice. Right. So anyway, your your feet start getting hot. Then what happened? Well, the rest of you starts getting hot. The whole thing gets hot, and then by the time it's at forty two degrees, you've just got to slow down to a, either a really slow jog or a walk. Right. Because it takes <clears> so <throat> much energy. Right, how many, quite so how many heaters does he have in his heat box? Well, we had two, but it kept popping the um, switch, so we just used the best one, which, oh, yeah. which got it up to 42 in 15 minutes. Oh, no, good times. That was good enough. So you're both running there at the same time, one after the other? Oh, we took turns. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the most I did, I think I did um, two hours in it once. Right, okay. I think Glenn did two hours in it often. And he got it hotter because he had more heaters. Mm. Archie, where are you going, boy? You hey, get Archie. out of Wendy's room. Oh, yeah. Come out here. Do you want outside? Do you want to go see Jenna? Okay, you keep talking about something. I'll take it out here. <coughs> oh, anyway. Um, don't worry. We can, we can edit out all the exciting bits. Okay, what do you think about 2021 so far? Because here we are, January. Oh, right. Well, what's been happening? Well, actually, the 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 big old trees that was happening this weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. Any news on that? Um, the pub runner team um came second in the teams. Who beat them? A, a woman's team. I'm not sure who was in that. Hmm. But that's good. Yeah. Um, they were four minutes back. I think it's pretty close. Right. Right. Um, I haven't heard who won. Um. Our mate Croydon finished. Oh, is he doing the big, the, the Ultra, whole, yep. the whole thing? I haven't seen Croydon much lately. Yep. And who else was yeah. there? Um, for those that don't know, Croydon, Croydon's responsible for making the, the Cargill twig. Yep. Uh, excellent wood, wood turner. So if you want any wood turning, contact Croydon. Yep. Um, hashtag Croydon pattern. Hashtag aerobic edge. Hashtag aerodax. Hashtag Oh, you would have. Okay. Savage. Um, what else happened? Uh, Revenant was just a week ago. Mm, yeah. What do you know about the Revenant? Um, I know that three people have finished it in its history. Oh, no, is it four people? It's four now. It's four people now. Four yeah. people have finished it. It's named after a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. <laughs> um, and there could be some dispute about that. But we could we could discuss that later. Oh, it's a it's a it's a lot of hard work for a shot of whiskey, and you don't even get to keep the bottle. So, I well, think he kept he, he, the winner gets to keep a small bottle with a tiny sample. Oh, okay. Yeah, in yeah. a special box, and and a whiskey um shot glass. 
Right. The shot glass is about the size of the bottle. Well, well we've got the, the, the mother bottle, you know, you like... Yeah. Well, it's, I don't know. I mean, I think they've only got one bottle. And so if lots of people finish, they've run out of whiskey. Right, and then, so what then? I guess they have to stop it. Oh, anyway, it's quite a tough race, right. isn't it? Well, it has to be, because they haven't got much whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is tough. 200 kilometres, 16,000 metres of ascent and descent, apparently. I think it's not quite that De- much vert. Depending on how you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what do you reckon? Um, and it's oh, a lot of it's off trail, self-navigated, self-supported. Yeah, uh, so it's quite hard. I found it quite humbling. Right, okay. I couldn't crush it. Yeah, yeah. And it was free this year, wasn't it? It was. It was very generous of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, generous, like, you still didn't get any whiskey, did you? No, but I had a fun time on the hills. And, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. 28 hours without sleep. Okay. Which is good for me. Under the right conditions, that can be fun. Yeah. 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 Right. Cool. So, um, so you, you, you failed at that. Um, <laughs> it's my first DNF. Yeah, Adam failed. <coughs> Adam failed sooner than me. Sean Collins didn't even bother to turn up this year. No. Yep. Um, what else can you Everyone say? Everyone else failed except Ian Evans. Should we talk to him? Yeah, we probably should. Yeah. Okay, so um, we have Ian Evans as a guest. Uh, and let's find out what Ian is up to and um, talk to him. This would be anticlimactic if he doesn't answer, is it? Yeah, it's a good start to the series, isn't it? Season? What do you call it? Season? He better not be able to call to bloody Dirt Church Radio. <laughs> I thought we had an exclusive here. Here we go. <laughs> hey, here he is, Ian. Good morning, gentlemen. What were you doing? You up mowing the lawns? Exactly. Sun, sun shining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah. a few days to catch up on. I missed them last week. Yeah, you, you, you weren't on a call to Dirt Church Radio, were you? <laughs> no, you beat them to it. Uh-huh. Yeah, excellent, oh, excellent. There you go, the exclusive. Yeah, excellent. Take you know, that. You know, we're, the, the fee we're paying you and the contract means that um, you can't actually do any other interviews. You knew that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've signed my life away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just checking. All right. Hey. So, Ian, this is Andrew, by the way. Nice to meet you, Andrew. There you go. I, I just saw nice the... Nice to put a, a face to the words. Yeah, I, ju- I just saw your feet on the on the, on the the stuff website there. They look like... Pr- they look... Um, they look like they're falling off. They look moist. <laughs> they were definitely a bit soggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now apparently, I, apparently, I, 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 I heard that you know how your skin goes all wrinkly like that when it's wet. It's yep. not. It's not because it's like soaked up like water or whatever. It's so like you know, it's a primordial thing when you're like clambering over the wet rocks or boulders or whatever. You know when you. You know, because we evolved out of the um, out of the swamp or whatever, didn't we? Yeah. You know, so we're this like amphibious kind of creature. And, you know, when so you it helps us grip when you're rocks. walking over the rocks, you know, you need to grip it a bit. So, um, so that's the that's why the your fingers and that'll probably help you getting out of a bathtub as well. Yeah. 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 So we've evolved to be able to get out of bathtubs easier. You don't have a bath, Steve. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, do you think that would have helped you in the revenant? Um, the soggy feet getting across rocks and things? Uh, well, it must have. 
<laughs> so um so anyway so tell us about yourself you you mow uh you mow lawns and you run a lot it's a bit like forrest gump yeah pretty much yeah. working on the beard you've got a bit of a heads up on me on that one yeah yeah oh i had a shave um, yesterday <laughs> no i mow lawns in wanaka um, yeah. there's plenty of lawns to mow there's a lot of people here that don't want to mow their own lawns right um, or aren't here to so mow their own lawns do you, do, you, do you use a push mower? Like just, uh... A push mower and a ride on, and then a weed eater. Yeah. Between the three of those, I can do pretty much everything. Yeah, right, yeah. Okay, so what made you do the Revenant? Uh, first year, it was... Uh, I love being out in the mountains, and the fact that you get to run and navigate at the same time. Is, was there, was there any point during the Revenant where you didn't feel like being in the mountains? Uh, when you're down in the bottom of the valley. <laughs> yeah. But then you look up and then you realise you are in the mountains because you've got to go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and all the sort of colour drained out of you then and you... <laughs> that was the black and white photo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Did you sleep well that night, like when you got home? I was out like a log. Yeah. My other half, Jane, she went and took the pooch out, took Poppy out, and by the time she came back, I was starfished in bed, zonked out of sleep. Oh, so where did she get to sleep? Um, we came back. We came back to Wanaka on Sunday night. Oh, yeah, okay. So you 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 were at the um the after match party though on a Sunday evening. I was I was quite impressed. So fifty nine, well, sixty hours, kind of on the go. And then you turned up for the for the drinks and the social. And um, do you remember any of that? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. I, was yeah. still, I think I still pretty much with it. And, I mean, for those that didn't know, I had a massive craving for a bacon sandwich from Loop 2. Um, and they promised me bacon and burgers at the aftermath party. Mm-hmm. So, and you got that? I got bacon. I got burgers, got sausages, got beer. Yeah. Um, and then everybody was there and we got to have a, a yarn because actually I didn't get a chance to speak to too many people whilst I was out, of course. No. I had to speak to yours truly, yeah. uh, Chris and Andreas and Michael. But other than that, not too many people because it's so spread out. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. It seemed like a lot of people were just following other people around and then... Um, um, not, and then they weren't, <laughs> and then they, and then the, and some others weren't. Some people were just having sleeps and um, old sluicing pipes, and um, yeah, uh, that was entertaining going past. Did you go past? Yeah, I. When he was in the pipe, that was kind of random. We just walked. We were wandering along. I think we were running at that stage. It was midnight, and we saw this pile of running gear on the side of the the the, the river, and we yeah. just kind of said to each other, oh, there's someone's running gear and carried on as if it was a normal thing. Oh, I just think, oh, Baz Mataz, really weird. Baz Mataz gets on the pipe and um, Andre gets in the pipe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did, you, a... did you check up on him or did you just kind of... Yeah, see... so when we went past, I think he was just settling down. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. If I was to sleep anywhere, I would choose a place where people were coming past because they could wake me up because yeah. I wouldn't know how long I was going to sleep for. Yeah. So we came across him, woke him up. He was a bit startled. He was like, oh, I'm just going to sleep here. Yeah. Um, just let them know I'm sleeping somewhere between four and five. And oh, I'm going to have a few hours kip and then wander up to three. And we're like, <laughs> okay. So you're not allowed to have a you're not allowed to have a watch or anything like that when you do the revenant, is that right? So it's not like you could set an alarm or... No, correct. Yeah. Um, previous year, last year, Louis took a, one of those little egg timers. Yeah. So, and he t- 
twisted that and then it went off. But you can't have, yeah, you can't use watches or. But you can, yeah. but you can use egg timers. But you can use egg timers. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you think that's within the spirit of the event? I mean, it's in within the letter of the laws, but you know the rules. But... No, what you should get is one of those hourglasses. <laughs> yeah, that's so, a good idea. Yeah, so. yeah, so just you know, when you go to They're sleep, they're not very loud when they uh, go over them. Yeah, yeah. That, you'd that, have to get noisy. That, that, that's the downside to it. That's the downside to an hourglass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you've, you've, you're running along every hour. You have to remember to turn it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But if you're like sleeping, maybe. So actually, I mean, they were spaced out pretty well. There was one at three, one at six, nine, twelve, and thirteen. So there was plenty of watches out on course. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So um, all right. Yeah, you, you tried to do the revenant last year. You did it this year. Um. Is that your usual kind of stick? You know, like bloody ultra mountain, you know, bloody lost in the hills for three days. Is that your usual kind of thing? Or? It's often what I quite like to do. I mean, I think I'm a sucker for punishment in races that don't typically have an ending. Like I've not finished the backyard twice as well. Yeah. Well, how'd you find um, you, how far did you get there? First year I got twenty six hours. Last this year just gone twenty one. But that's a different one. Like my nutrition is lets me down on that event. It's the only event I've ever had stomach issues. Oh really? Both uh, times. I mean, well, I must but I think it's because I eat too much. So, oh, okay. so it must have been quite satisfying beating Adam Keane at Revenant then. Yeah, it makes a change. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, but it was his first time, so. Were you like, take that, you piece of shit? I mean. <laughs> I just knew what wormhole he ended up finding himself in. Checkpoint <laughs> eight in the dark can be a little bit of a nightmare at the best of times. Yeah, yeah. Especially on your own on the first year. Yeah. So, mm. you, you know, what was it like for one and a half laps, you were with us and then Michael, and then, but then for two and a half laps, you were completely on your own. You know, everyone else was off the course for most of that time and you were just cruising around on your own. What was that like? Yeah. You see... A lot of people ask me about this, but I have no qualms running on my own. I yeah. love—I run on my own a lot of the times. In the mountains, um, doesn't bother me being out on my own. Um, and actually, especially on the third loop, I almost felt like I had my own personal photographers and videographers there. Because yeah, every other checkpoint you what, get, you see the, you see the you're having in camera your people lurking around. Yeah, yeah. 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 What the is fourth it, what... loop very much, especially going out at night at... Um, so from 11 o'clock at night when I went out till I saw somebody at 7 o'clock in the morning, I felt very much on my own. Um, yeah. But that was cool. Yeah. That's, that's all part of the fun of it. I yeah. mean, in an event, you still know there's people around. Yeah. Whereas, um, like, if you actually just go out into the mountains, you are on your own. Yeah. Was there so, ever a time that you thought you're not going to make it? No. Um, definitely when I woke up on the Sunday morning... <sighs> I felt that um, I felt that uh, I didn't know how long I'd slept for and how much time I'd lost. Yeah. So, so the it wasn't until I got to the watch at checkpoint six that um, I worked out what time it was and that I'd probably lost a couple of hours, but I wasn't in too much. Well, if you used an hourglass, be like, oh, I've only been asleep an hour. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd probably been asleep half an hour, forty-five minutes. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Which was good. Yeah. Do, do you even like whiskey? 
do I like whiskey? I do actually like whiskey. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. I spent yeah. quite a bit of time in Scotland, so uh, it's kind of mandatory to like whiskey when you're up there. Yeah, that's true. So is it actually decent whiskey? Well, it tasted, I mean, I've had one shot yeah. and it was after 59 hours yeah. uh, and it tasted bloody good right then. Yeah. Um, well, there's this crap they used to make in Dunedin called Wilson's Whiskey <laughs> um, and it, it, it actually came in plastic bottles. You get it. <laughs> Yeah, like this big it was one, the cheapest whiskey in town. One yeah. litre plastic bottles. Yeah. But I think that distillery shut down. They turned into student accommodation. And I think there's the New Zealand Whiskey Company yeah, up some, in Amaru bought up, yeah, bought up their bought, old stock. And yeah. they put it, instead of putting it in plastic bottles, they put it in glass bottles and told people it was fancy. <laughs> Did they but, believe it? Well, it helped that it, by that time it had been stored for about 20 years in barrels. Yeah. So it was a matured whiskey. Either way, either way, yeah. I think people are full of shit when they say they enjoy a whiskey. I love whiskey. I've, I've, I've drunk whiskey. And You're I, full of shit. A little bit. <laughs> uh, but no, how can you... It's like rat poison. I'm like, you might as well be drinking Roundup. This is why it, you're it not... does depend on the style of whiskey. It so does. like, often with you, when you've got, for example, your Scottish whiskey with your space size, it's much smoother, nicer yeah. tasting. A lot of people traditionally think of whiskey and they think of the real kind of peaty, smoky, Isla-based whiskeys like your Lafroigs and Lagavulins. And they're much harsher, would I say. I like um, those ones. So, but which is actually kind of more my style. It is, it is an acquired taste though, but it's better than the uh, blended whiskeys as well. Yes, very really much young. so. I've, yeah. Well, the University bad nights on blended whiskey. Do you like Jameson's whiskey? Oh, it's okay. Yeah, have you tried Proper 12? I don't know Proper 12. That's, Conor, that's Conor McGregor's whiskey. Oh, okay. No, I yeah. don't know that one. Don't know that one. But, yeah. I mean, you've got to like whiskey to do the Revenant. No, so no. That, Conor, that'd be why you're not doing didn't, it. Conor, Conor McGregor punched out an odd guy at a at an at a Irish pub because he wouldn't drink his um, Proper 12 whiskey. I think McGregor's pump punched out everyone. Yeah, he came into the phone, he's like, drink, drink my whiskey, and he's like, oh, I'm not drinking your whiskey. And then, yeah, they go into fisticuffs. So what were you doing? Do you doing? like whiskey, Steve? Um, yeah, I, I love um, single malt, yeah, especially. Yeah. Yep, yep. Well, have you got some for me? Oh, right have... here. I've got a small bottle that they gave me. Yeah, it's, it's not much bigger than a shot glass, is it? Mm. No, it isn't. So, so it's going to be kept with the shot glass. So what do you reckon is the strategy? They're going to make it, keep making the Revenant just a little bit harder every year because they've only got so much whiskey? Now, that's the point. Was the, was the Revenant this year, was it the same as last year? All the, uh, all the you know, things in the same places and whatnot? Ooh. There was a slight bit of difference. There were two brand-new checkpoints, 7 and 14 were new, um, and then... One of the other checkpoints was slightly, or two of the other checkpoints were slightly different locations, but pretty similar. So. And you, yeah. you didn't have to do Sudoku's or anything this year? No, but we had to plot quite a few UTM coordinates this year. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Both before the race and then during the race, we had to plot one for the. There was a change in checkpoint one on the last loop. Right, so, right. Yeah. yeah, okay. Did it mess you up a bit? No, I managed to do it early enough. Didn't want to do it in transition with everybody oogling at you. Um, but we went down to checkpoint one and then found a shady spot. And Michael and I did it together, which was good because there's two minds and we both came up with the same answer. So we're pretty confident that we knew the right spot. And that meant that when it came to the time for actually using it, I was pretty safe as to where the actual checkpoint was. Cool, cool. Who was the first person to fail? Like, how, how soon did the first person pull out? Not entirely sure. 
No. I think it would have been halfway through the first lap. Oh, okay. It may have been, may have been Jeff. Um, yeah, and I mean, were you like, you know, you're lining up at the start of the ribbon, and then were you still like looking around, going, it was anyone you going, you you haven't got a chance. You know what are you doing? You have no idea, like yeah. what people are capable of doing, um, yeah. and yeah. especially now because it's been going a few years, because people have done it before, or yeah. at least experienced the course before. Even a brand new person can tag along for people that have done it before and even if you just do one loop with other people oh, that I'm, can I'm, save you a couple of hours i might follow you next year so where i'm not going to be doing it next year you're not oh, going to really? do it breaking news oh breaking yeah. news why not oh i was informed this year that this would be my last year at least for a few years we're expecting in a month oh, so nice. um Boy, we'll girl. have a this is a gender, this is a gender this is a gender reveal podcast <laughs> it's pink. We've got a little miss. We've got a little miss coming next month. Oh, so awesome. next year will be a mandatory year off. So we're going to come along and support. Um, and I'll smile on the other side of the race. But I definitely, definitely will go back. Just yeah. not next year. Yeah. So if you're going to follow me, you'll be very lost if you follow me next year. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was good following you, though, Ian. Thank you for that. Um... Slightly we too. had a great crew. That crew of five of us that went around from basically eleven to four. Yeah. We had a. We were pretty much on the money. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. No, that was awesome. I didn't have to look at my map or compass the whole time. <laughs> How did that serve you? Um, it was fine. I mean, I could go back and and probably find all of those um, points again. Um, yeah. At the same. Um, and even at night, with uh, I went round with Chris at night, and we um, oh we had one um, mistake because we uh, well you probably had more than one. We were doing a slightly different route out of checkpoint eight to to nine. Right. But um, but we only lost about five minutes. Okay. Right. Especially at night, because it's so yeah. overgrown trying to get back out at eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a bit harder to see those deer tracks. Right, right. Where was the bit that Adam got lost in the bush? That was eight. That was yeah. eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He didn't get lost. He just couldn't find the checkpoint. He knew where he was. Well, that's lost. <laughs> <laughs> so he he was going into eight when we were coming out at night. Yeah. And then about two or three hours later, we were coming back from nine and passing eight again, and he was coming out then. Right. Does so, he ever sleep in there or anything? Or? No, no. When he just did... spent the whole time looking for... So did he did he get timed out or did he give up? He gave up. Because he couldn't find the checkpoint. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was he upset about? When she put two and two together and presumed that would mean he would be timed out. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. If he'd kept going, yeah. But um, he uh, yeah, he he wasn't very happy about it. No, he was still <laughs> feeling really good. Like he was. He was. I mean, he was Adam, you know, he's super strong. So body wise, yeah. he's still feeling absolutely fine. I know, and he'd been um catching us quite significantly until then. So he's only yeah. twenty minutes behind us at that stage. Because you were with Katie and Jean at that point as well, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it good having four of you for the night? Yeah, it was quite fun. Um, I mean, it was different because Chris and I have done a lot of training together, so we, we know each other pretty well. We have different strengths and we know those. Um, and we try and um, you know, rely on the other. So it was, was a bit hard um, having different people to communicate with and to, to go at different paces at different times. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris will slow down going up the hills for me, and and uh, and but 
you know. Did, did you feel like ditching him? Ditching Chris? No, it'd be the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's he's super fit at the moment, so. Well, it's interesting because when I saw you when I was heading out onto loop three and you were just finishing, you were going between thirteen and fourteen. Yeah. Coming back on loop two. Yeah. When I spoke to both of you individually, Chris yeah. didn't want to go out on loop three, and you said, "Ah, oh, maybe." Yeah, I know. It was quite funny, eh? Yeah. I I I knew inside my I, myself I couldn't, but I didn't actually want to say so because um, I don't know. Something was telling me that Chris still could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was quite funny. There was this weird uh, mind games going on. <laughs> and then about half an hour after that, he had this weird um, epiphany where he decided that he was fit and healthy and had to go out for another loop. <laughs> mm. And I had to confess that actually I can't. <laughs> so did he go without you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he ditched yeah. you? Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. And then right. he went and did 14, 13, 12 and 11. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. and by that point it was so hot on that second day again. Yeah, that just what the adventure, isn't it? It is an adventure. Yeah, no, mm. I, I saw the, I saw the, you know, on on the stuff video there. I saw the, I saw the state of you towards the end there. It looked like you, you looked like a fifty-year-old man or something like that. Hi. Very much. There's a haggard photo of me that yeah. Sean took, and it definitely what's, ages me. What's wrong with fifty-year-old men? Sorry. No, like a, probably not the, not like a, you know, a, probably the 50-year-old Nothing wrong with 50-year-old men when you're 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, maybe like a 50-year-old um, asbestos removals man or something. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not, maybe, maybe a retired freezing worker. Yep. Yeah. With lung cancer. Yeah, definitely yep. like a retired freezing worker slash asbestos removal <laughs> man. <laughs> It takes its toll on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's large, your life expectancy by 59 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I hope they're not still putting asbestos in all those new builds up around Wanaka. <laughs> no, I stay outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what you, you do something different in winter because the grass isn't growing. What do you do then? Correct, yeah. So I typically work in the ski industry. So I've done ski demo programs before. Like try before you buy up on the ski hills. So oh, nice. take a, a fleet of skis up on the ski hill and stand there having a yarn, drinking coffee, and let people try different pairs of skis with the initiative to try and get yeah. them to purchase skis. And do you have to show yeah. them how they work first, or you, um, like go skiing? <laughs> um, you typically take for work that they can ski because okay. they're coming in with their own skis. Yep. Um, you try and ascertain their level of skiing by what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you're always a little bit wary when somebody comes in and says, what's your fattest pair of skis? Because um, New Zealand conditions typically don't dictate having super wide pairs of skis. Oh, so are we um, talking fat like as, as in like that way or that way? <laughs> uh, the width of them. Oh, okay. Um, so what we call in ski, we talk about the width underfoot, and that's how wide the ski is underfoot. Why are you going um, a really thick ski, like like an ultra like an ultra show? That um, all the cushioning. Yeah. You don't need cushioning when it comes to skiing, though. So actually, the the thinner it is, the lighter it's going to be. Oh, yeah. Um, and the technology has moved on that they can press all sorts of materials pretty uh, well into. Do they still make them out of wood? Most of them still have a wood core, but they use other things like carbon stringers and um, Tyson oil plates and stuff to get strength 
um, and kind of snap and pop into the skis. Hmm. Yeah, oh. it's good fun. I get to talk about skis all winter and get to be outside again um, and get to be up on the ski hills. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you get paid for it. Yeah, I get paid for it as well. And do you do um, ski mountaineering as well? Yeah, so I did a little um, I, only ever since coming to New Zealand I've actually got into backcountry skiing. Um, and it's a great way to kind of keep your fitness in, in the winter and still get out in the mountains. Because you can't go running in the mountains when there's all the snow on them. Is that, is that your knee? It kind of looks like a baby's head. But uh, with a little bit of hair, and I thought, hang on, hang on, how long, when, when was your wife expecting? Uh, I thought, you'll be fine, the baby will be growing up by the time you get to the next revenant. She will hopefully not be walking. Yeah, hopefully but... a bit more hair on its head. <laughs> I don't know, it's pretty hairy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, where were we? Um, ski mountaineering, getting out in the mountains. Because anyway. you've had James on the podcast before, so and yeah. he's... He's a big advocate for running in the summer and skiing in the winter. He yeah. loves his steep skiing. Well, yeah. it's easy, it's it's easy to, to do when you're in Queenstown or Wanaka, isn't it? Yeah. 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 There's not many ski fields in Dunedin. No. No, that is true. Seems to be good for um, you know, keeping injuries down too because you're not you're putting the same kind of pressure on your joints. and, uh, and as much as Yeah, it's yeah. very low impact. So it's great for your cardio and your heart walking up and it's good for the muscles do you, and the strength. Do you, actually, do you because know you're not pounding. Do you, do, you, do you know what's um, low impact? Do I know what, sorry, what? Low impact. Watching TV. And, and, <laughs> and, it is. And you could win a TV. You could win a three-foot TV if you enter the three peaks um, plus one. Don't be deceived. It's actually less than three peaks. Well, well there's four peaks. peaks but, plus one? Yeah, but they're not quite peaks. But the, yeah. that, that's... Don't worry yeah. about those details. But yeah. if you enter before when, sorry? Before next um, Sunday night. You could be in, you could be into one of three foot TV. Panasonic smart TV. I think it's four foot. Four foot. Yeah. Okay, that's nearly as big as me. Yeah. Yeah. How, 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 long, bigger have been, than me. how long have you been in New Zealand for? Uh, just coming up to four years. Four years and a couple of months. Right, right. So why did you come here? I came on that classic, I come for 12 months working holiday visa, plan to do the whole two islands and tiki tour around and I knew the South Island is where I wanted to come so I flew to Christchurch and then bought a car, tiki tour down via Tekapo. Most people fly into Christchurch and go, oh, and (laughs) (laughs) quick, (laughs) jump back That's why I quickly bought a car and jumped up, yeah. I was aiming for Queenstown. It's the adventure capital, or what we heard, the adventure capital of the Southern Hemisphere. And I was like, oh, I'll just take a detour to Wanaka. I think the crowd in Christchurch, actually, even they don't like um, flying to Christchurch, so they're making their new airport over in Terrace. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, won't be long. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a sneaky, so, it's a sneaky old move, eh? Sneaky old move. It is, it is. So, so when, did, when, when did you settle in Monica? Uh, about four days after arriving into the country. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't take long. I thought, ah, this will do. But yeah. I haven't left since. That's well done. That's really well done. Yeah. yeah. So, drove down the hill, saw the lake, saw the mountains at the end of it, and went... It'll do. That will do. Um, and, I mean, there's a good crowd here. Um, yeah. And I managed to look out. I managed to get a job in one of the ski shops straight away for the winter. Uh, and then 
things lead to other things and I'm still here four years later. Yeah. yeah. And I've been to the North Island twice, both times I've run around in circles. Yep. Um, and that's about it. So you didn't really... But is a good base for the South Island. Like I've been over to Dunedin, down to the Catlins, Fjordland, West Coast, Arthur's Pass. They're all pretty close. Invercargill? Did you say Invercargill? Uh, we went past Invercargill. Yeah, they did. You didn't stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> no but comment. I do want to go and see that museum and learn how to pee on a lemon tree. Do they still have That's the Tuatara? Yeah, no, they still have the... I'm sure we've talked about that on the podcast before, but they... Tuatara. They have Tuataras, and and we've talked yeah. about Tuataras on the show, and I'm, I'm sure we've talked about the museum, but it looks like a pyramid. It never yeah. used to look like a pyramid. They built it back during um, during the 40s or whatever, when all the when all the builders were off at war, so the people that were left behind weren't very good at building buildings, and so it was a bit leaky and blah, 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 blah. And then somewhere during the 80s, someone took acid and decided to build a pyramid over it. And they had this <laughs> they had this crazy bloody um, laser light show thing to, to open it on the side of the thing. But anyway, shut down because um, earthquake strengthening and all that. So they're like, oh, well, we can't have this, you know. Like, people need to see their museum stuff. So they shifted everything into a, into a building with the worst earthquake strengthening rating. <laughs> which is open, so they can't go see that, but they can't go into the old museum. So the Tuatara is still there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's good. That's the main thing. I think, cause oh. I think, I think they may have like, because there's a, like a window at the back of the Tuataras, so you could go and yeah, well, you didn't, you could just stand on the outside and look oh, at them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have talked about them. It was a conversation that didn't go anywhere. Yeah, like this one. Like the Tuataras. Yeah. <laughs> there's actually a. Um, there's, didn't someone make a sports car? Um, some American, like, they made a sports car called the Tuatara. <laughs> no, it's true. Look it up. There's a sports car called the Tuatara. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's not very clever. Hmm. <laughs> I suppose if you don't know, it doesn't matter. It's tough as nails in the last few ages. Yeah, yeah, it's it's twenty million years old. Yeah, because if you're yeah. not familiar, there was a it dust just doesn't move. There's there's <laughs> an old tuatara in there called Henry who who he must have been like a hundred odd, and he never bred, and he got into a bit of a fight, and he had a bit of his skull, you know, got ripped out in this fight, and his brain was exposed. So they old they did a bit of surgery on him and fixed patched him up, and he um started breeding again. Well, breeding for the first time. It's because he had brain damage. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred-year-old virgin. <laughs> but not anymore. They actually can live quite a long time, the Tuataras. Anyway, yeah. we were trying to talk him into entering a Three Peaks Plus. Yeah, you could win yeah, a free yeah. TV. Yep. But it is at the end of March, and you might be a bit busy by then. Yes, very much so. I think I'll be getting sleep deprivation in yeah. other ways. Yeah, well, that's, that was Andre's excuse for sleeping in the pipe. Was it? Yeah, he says, I've got a baby at home. <laughs> I'm getting all the sleep I can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I enter events so I can get some sleep. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Anyway, yeah. anyway so what's so, when's the baby due? End of Feb. End yeah. of Feb. Have you thought of But actually, I think, like, so my first trail race in New Zealand was a variation on Three Peaks. It was, well, it must have been three and a half, three years ago now. And it was, was it the Powder Ridge Punisher? Oh, yes. Yes. Yep. Was yep. that like a one-off year? Yep. Yep, it was a one-off. We we used yep. that route for the Three Peaks Plus One now. Yep. Right. 
Right, yeah, because yeah. that was my first ever trail race in New Zealand. Oh, nice. What did you think? Loved it. How did you get on? It was, uh, came second. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, and then people were like, we're yeah, going to have to keep our eye on this fella. Was that behind Tom Evans? Tom Spencer? Uh, yes, yes, it was. Yeah. Behind Tom Spencer. Because I think Jonah had a, he was feeling really, really ill. Yeah. On that day, because he was one of my favourites. Grant got lost. Twice. Missed a turn. <laughs> Grant got Twice. Is, is that why he gave up running? Twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, now I looked at it, there was a real, real techie descent on one of the things yeah. where you were basically swinging off the trees and yeah. I was whooping and hollering down it. Yeah. Yeah. I do yeah. remember that. That was our, that was our, Chris and I used that for our Revenant training ground. Yeah. Which was good yeah. for the um, beach forest bits, but that was about it. <laughs> well, there's a lot of it in the Revenant that's just so open, it's just a slog. Yeah. You're just grinding and stepping over tussock and avoiding Spaniards. Yeah. 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 How, how were your legs? What would you do differently with your training, Steve? My training? Um, I'd probably do more of that, actually. Just um, tussock slogging stuff. Yeah. I can't stand it. What? Running through tussocks. Yeah, well, it's hard work. But that's the thing. You've got you to do the hard work. Um, I think I'd, I'd do more upper body strength stuff because I, I felt really tired in my shoulders and back just from polling so much. Yeah. Do you use poles normally? Yeah, often, but not all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So often I'll just leave them at home. Yeah. Yeah. So get out longer, slower. Mm-hmm. We we did some pretty good training though, Chris and I. We're doing some stupid stuff, getting up at midnight and going for eight hour slogs and yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Very hilly. During during that training paid off. Yeah, well, it certainly did for Chris. He was a lot fitter. Than yeah. he was last year. But do you think you just went out just a little too hard on that first loop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that out. makes a big difference because yeah. you can only be so fit. Yeah, 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 um, absolutely. And yeah. you've seen the course now. Yeah. Um. So that's a big advantage. Yeah. Just mentally knowing where you're going. Yeah. Um. And it gets to a certain stage where it sucks. It's hard. Yeah. Um. You know, I have you park runs like that though. <laughs> Well, it's just like parkrun. It's like Dunedin parkrun. It's got four loops. Yeah. People don't always finish it either. Yep. People don't always finish. The the loops get harder. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. just like parkrun. Is there a parkrun in Wanaka? There is a parkrun in Wanaka. Really? Oh, yeah. Do you do that? Nope. It's not typically my sort of event. Mm. If I'm going to get up for a Saturday morning, I like to get up and go out out yeah. on a mission. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, I think parkrun's great, but I don't necessarily need to get motivated to get out for a 5k run. So no, for okay. those people that need the special event, it's so fantastic. So who, 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 who can run out Roy's peak faster, you or Brooke Greenan? Uh, on the handicap, he beat me to the top. Oh, okay, on the handicap. We had a handicap race, um, which we're going to try and start as an annual thing. And that is on the first Sunday after lambing, whatever your PB is from up Roy's peak... You take that away from 11 o'clock and you start. So theoretically, everybody, if they hit their PB, should hit the top at the same time. Right. So if your PB is an hour 20, you start at, what, 9.40. Right. Um, if your PB is an hour, you start at 10 o'clock. Um, so you're chasing everybody. So Brooke set off at 9.30. I think he said an hour and a half was his PB. So he set off at 9.30. And he broke it by nine mi- nine minutes. Because his yeah, since he's had his aerobic edge training, he's uh, got a lot faster in the last year. 
That's quite good training, isn't it? Hashtag aerobic edge. Mm. Hashtag aerobic edge. Hashtag yeah. be more savage. <laughs> Whereas I was way away from my PB. I think I was five minutes down on my PB. So yeah. that meant Brooke beat me by about 15 minutes. Do you, do you have a coach? Nope. No. Oh, it might be time. I know a guy. Possibly. I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you did you did fifty nine hours with hardly any sleep in this. What's is that the longest you've ever done? Yeah. Well, yes. the, well, the longest he hasn't slept, or the longest he's run. Longest he's Both. run. Yeah. So, what was the next longest? Uh, probably the previous year, forty five hours. Oh right, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How how did it feel that year? You. Didn't reach the third lap cut off by what eighteen minutes? Fourteen minutes. Fourteen minutes. But I did. I did um, what Katie and Jean did this year and just had an absolute nightmare trying to get to fourteen. Yeah. And I just couldn't find it. So I actually I timed myself out. I realised I wasn't getting it. So I came in. So I oh. didn't even have the pieces of paper in. Oh, I had okay. Thirteen okay. out of the fourteen pieces yeah. of paper. Gotcha. So how did that feel? Um, there was a lot of frustration. Yeah because I'd been to that checkpoint twice before I knew exactly where it was. I just hadn't attacked it from that angle. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of despair because I was starting to get stronger. I went out far too hard on the first loop, had a really, really tough second loop, just battling with the fact that I went out too hard, and was starting to come right again on the third loop, and sleep deprivation started to hit me. But I just wanted to get onto the fourth loop because then anything can happen. Yeah. But mm. it still would have been a tough ask. To do that fourth loop in 15 hours is a very, very, very tough ask. Yeah. 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 I think you need to bank time for that fourth loop. Yeah. So, yeah. So this year, we saw all these videos and, and well, I was there, but we saw these videos and you can see all these people lined up and you're coming over the ridge and I mean, everyone was a wee bit weepy, to be honest. It was a bit yeah. emotional. He's probably going to be a bit more weepy than you were. Well, he was. Right, yeah. I'm sorry. I was beside myself. <laughs> I was overwhelmed with it. I couldn't help it. Yeah. yeah. I'd been um, trying to hold it in. I'd managed to hold it in until 13 to 14. And then Mike White was like, oh, can you taste the whiskey? You're getting emotional now. I'm like, no, not until I get to 14. Oh. Can I taste the Wilson's like, whiskey? Yeah, well, that was it. I got to 14. I sat there. I counted all my pages just to make sure I had all 14. You wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to drop one on there just getting getting back there, you know? No. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, you get to the finish line and they're like, oh, you've only got 12. Yeah, I couldn't have dealt with that. So I made sure I had all 14 and I lay down for a minute and just took a, took a minute and then I knew I just had to climb up that ridge line to the finish. Yeah. And then just seeing, I mean, there was probably 40, 50 people there. Yeah. All stood on this kind of silhouetted on the ridge line, shouting and cheering. And yeah, I lost it. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. It was pretty awesome. Pretty special. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. So um, what would you have done if you were 14 and you counted your pages and you didn't have them all? I have no idea. And what was on the what, what do you mean it was on the page? Because oh, you know, just a number. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Well, you had to write down the number of the checkpoint or something. No, he that each each checkpoint you had to get a page with your number on it. Well, why don't you just get a piece There's of paper a and write a number on it? They look the same. They're printed. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. So you couldn't really cheat. Oh. Unfortunately. Oh. Unless you're Tony Sharp and he was number 16 and kept pulling out number 14. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You could say, I didn't get that one because someone else had taken it. Yeah. <laughs> Tony took Doesn't mine. work on the last lap, though, when I was the only one in. <laughs> I had nobody else to blame. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tony was a bit worried about that. He was getting paranoid that he'd stolen someone's number. So, so it must have been all a bit yeah. anticlimactic when you, 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 sort of, <laughs> you sort of finish, everyone's just standing around, you have a shot of whiskey and... And that's it. That's it. Well, thankfully then, everybody disappeared down to the woolshed to go for beers and burgers. Um, so I then had... I was feeling great until everybody suddenly left, which was great. And then I got cold and just started to seize up. So I had to get into some warm clothes. And that took a little bit of time. Um, put some shoes on. Uh, or take my shoes off and put some jandals on. Yeah. Um, and then mosey down. We were on the drive down the Nevis Road. Thankfully, there's only one gate to have to open. And uh, Jane still had to get out of the car to do that, even though she was driving. <laughs> and you're like, fuck that. I've car. done enough this weekend. Come on, <laughs> turn your keys. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was going to ask something. Um, oh, yeah. How did you get your gaiters off? So I've had this problem for a few years now because they're so tight. But I've actually t put a whole slit in the back of the gator uh, because the hardest part is just getting it past the angle of the, the heel. Yeah, so, well, they defeat the yeah, purpose of a gator. Turn them inside out, hole, but there's a hole in the back of them. I've, I've torn the mesh yeah. so that they're still held up and they're still in the front. But when I take them off, there's a big hole where my so heel is. So that hole in the back is that where all the, all the dirt and stones still get in? And... Oh, it doesn't matter. They're, these are These are the calf gators. Oh, the calf yeah. gators. Yeah, so they just stop stuff on the front. Yeah. Right. So I've still got moxies as well to go over the top to start stuff getting in my shoes. Yeah. But yeah, you get the Trimtex calf um, or shin gaiters, which are quite helpful stopping spiky things hitting your shin. Because you're I don't have gaiters anymore. No, uh, you need them I'll for this. Sort of I'll stand one. Yeah. Whatever ends up in your shoe ends up in your shoe. You just got to live with it. Oh, this is this is to protect your calves. So yeah. you need the ankle gaiters as well. Oh god! But it's the calf gaiters that are hard to get off. Right. Okay. Chris, Chris has to take mine off at the end of every training session. You know, so <laughs> uh, I think I think um I had um Scott and Tom pulling them off at the end of uh, yeah. my revenant one. They're right awkward to get off. Yeah. But yeah, so tip yeah tip and tricks. If you slice, if you cut a hole in the back of the kind of the soft part, yeah. Um, at the bottom third, it means that they get past your heel. Yeah, I might do that. I'm just waiting for it to rip, really, because it's got to rip sometime. <laughs> well, that's it. I think it started. So, yeah, I could see where the weak point was. It's like, ah, I'm going to speed up this process. Yeah. So tips for all our listeners. Um, yeah, if you can't get your gaiters off, uh, just cut a little bit of a yeah, hole in the yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I've got a few holes in mine from Prickly Spaniards anyway. They're going <laughs> to... Yeah. They, take a, they get a beating. Mm. Yeah, they do. Yeah. 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 And there's quite a big year for Spaniards. There's quite a few Spaniards this year. Was that more than usual? Uh, that, that's why, I don't know if you saw my one foot at the end, but it, my left foot ballooned up massively. It was really swollen. And I think it was from the poison of Spaniards. Ooh. Because you know they leave this kind of little bit of a poison. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, my one foot was twice the size of the other one. Have, yeah. you, have you ever fallen in a Spaniard bush? Uh, been pretty close. Sort of just just hit one, and uh, I've managed to bounce out in some very interesting ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've ended like, up doing James Bond kind of 
roles to try and avoid them. Yeah. For them that like go and you feel like you're gonna go face first or hand into them. So would you, you, would you rather would you up. rather like roll fall over on a rock or fall over on a Spaniard bush? Rock on a rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah rocks don't go straight through you and out the other side. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, so what was your highlight of the Revenant? Um, good question. Good question. I really enjoyed the loop where we went around together. Yeah, I thought that was um, that was definitely part of my favourite moments just because you get to have that kind of companionship and a laugh as you're going around yeah um I liked the thought of actually going out on my own that actually was quite exciting um I'm but I'm still never going to be coming into that finish line with everybody stood there cheering away get to see Jane give her a hug before running in and then tasting the whiskey that was pretty special with everybody there that's going to take some beating yeah 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 I hope Jane didn't have any of that whiskey. She did not, no. Yeah. There's not enough. <laughs> well, well, well no, one, no one can say for sure what is a safe limit of alcohol for a pregnant person to, to That drink. is true. And that's why black and white is easier than the grey. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It is true. She is, it's unfortunate for her. She wishes that she lost the craving for like a glass of wine. She just wished it disappeared, but no. She could murder a glass of wine, especially after the last weekend. Oh, I know, because like, people yeah. have like cravings for all sorts of weird things when they're pregnant, but she just has cravings for wine. Yeah, there's nothing new there. But... Actually, yeah. I, did, I did hear this um, comparison between endurance events and giving birth. <laughs> I'm not going to bring that one up. Would you, <laughs> would, 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 you, would you rather give birth or fall on a Spaniard bush? Because <laughs> that does go right through you. Uh, either way, they're coming right through you. <laughs> oh dear! But you know, you get cravings. There's a lot of comparisons here. It, it goes on forever, and and um, you have high points, you have low points, and afterwards you forget the pain. Yeah. 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 You sign up to do it again. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, look out. So when 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 Jane's going through it all, you can say, "I know how you feel." You might, you might have caught the baby I making I just make bro. sure I'm not within the arm reach. <laughs> no, God, next time, we, next time we catch up with you, you'll be driving one of those family movers with about bloody 10 baby seats in the back of it and you know, no, no room for the lawnmower. Yeah. No. Hey, like, do you, it'd just, be like mini Gloria Vale over there. Speaking, speaking of low points, do you get kind of, do you have, um, you know, moments of negative self-talk and stuff like that during your um, endurance stuff? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we all have a highs and lows. The yeah. third loop um, this year was the hardest loop I've done of all three years. Yeah. I think with the heat and the sleep deprivation I had this year, it was real tough. Um, and there's definitely times where I was just trudging um, and I had to do the whole pep talk like come on it is what it is you've signed up for this um and yeah keep looking forward to a moment where you think you're going to be better yeah so i know like for example 12 up to 11 you're from the very bottom of the valley to the very very top of the trick point and it is a long climb and that third one absolutely killed me took me way too long took me a couple of hours i think just slow steady going up and I knew that I was overheating 
getting dehydrated and I just needed to get to some water. Yeah. But as soon as you hit to 11, it's downhill. Yeah. So just get there, everything changes. Your perspective changes. When you're looking above and going down, it's so much easier than trying to grind up. Yeah. Uh, it's just looking forward to those opportunities where you can swing it around. Yeah. So never quit mm. on a low. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a line. Never quit on a low. Yeah. I've got to write out my motivational, um, inspirational <laughs> quotes for next year. Quit while you're well, high. Well, this is what I said to Chris, because I caught up with Chris for a bit, because he tapped out at 11, mm. actually. But from there, his next couple of checkpoints, he was down to 10, mm. and then along to the roaring line where he could have found some water. So even if you just keep walking, you're yeah. walking downhill then, and you start to feel better. And it's amazing when you start to feel better, Yeah. how quickly you can go in that direction. Yeah. So you've just got to give it time. Yeah, and if you have you, time... When you, when, you, when, you, when you start to, you know, when you start feeling better, um, yeah, yeah, your whole outlook changes, doesn't it? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I think that's why it's important to give yourself time on the first couple of loops. So what, what is this, what is this strange feeling coming over me? I, I, I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel like, I don't feel like shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, what's this strange feeling? Oh, it's enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't remember the last time I enjoyed myself. I think it was week. one and a half days ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was in the same place. <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. all these knives on my back? Oh no, it's just suspended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, good time. So on that note, what's what's the shittest run ever? Um, I had one actually. My train, my training actually leading up to Revenant wasn't the best in the preceding twelve months. Um, and got to the start of December, and I was like, I'm really gonna have to knuckle in and start do of this. And I had a run up my local, or Breast Hill, and it's yeah. probably the worst I've ever felt on a mountain. Oh, Took really? Twice as long as it should have. Yeah, I was dire. Yeah. I was, I was really struggling. Normally, I love the downhill. Even the downhill, everything hurt. I was going slow, and I was like. Oh, well, this isn't a good sign for six weeks to come. Yeah. So, but it's amazing how you you should never judge it just on one run. Yeah. Because I did the exact same run. Did a couple more that week, and then I did the exact same run the following well, week. Well, who would have thought felt... six weeks later you'd be the only person to finish a free race? Yeah. <laughs> Who'd have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought, eh? No, it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, Ian, thank you heaps. For this. And uh and uh yeah, all the best for the next year and your adventures, different kind of adventures. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm hoping, super I'm hoping so, to catch up catch up with you a few times with more questions. Absolutely. How far do you travel to my lawns? Get your training because next year you know what you're letting yourself in for now. Exactly. And he's probably gonna make it a wee bit tougher. Do you reckon he'll do yeah, that? You know, change, change things here and there, I think. Yeah. There's so many things that he can change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting. What did you think of the start time? Oh, that was fine. Well, that was what was the yeah. start time? 5.12 a.m.? 5.12, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't yeah. actually make a difference, I think, if you're a returner. Because if you started at 1 in the morning, you know where you're going for the first two checkpoints now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, be silent, Archie. As long as he doesn't change the first checkpoint. As long as he doesn't change the first checkpoint. Which yeah. he did for me on my last loop. Yeah. Mm. Who knows? Who knows what's in Scott's mind? Yeah, mm. that's true. Yep. So, but don't plan for that and don't train for that. Just take that as it comes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yep. 
We could, we could change the checkpoints around and uh, crash the cargo next time. We should, actually. Yep, you've got to touch the far side of the trig. Well, maybe we, maybe we could start at the trig. And run to the bottom. Yeah. People get lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, no, very good. you probably got um, things to do today, have you? Yeah, a few things to do today. Yeah, but yeah. It's not shiny, at least I don't have to go to work. Yeah, yeah, go, go down and... Um, Look at the Wanaka tree or something. It's <laughs> apparently one of the things to do. That and Puzzle World. <laughs> watch it grow. <laughs> it's like if you're in Invercargill, you'll go and watch Henry the Tuatara. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Everybody in Wanaka, let's go and see. I'd the say the, the, the Wanaka tree probably moves faster than Henry the Tuatara. <laughs> <laughs> probably. It's probably done more breeding. <laughs> oh, yes, oh, indeed. Oh, no, very good, very good. So, um, onwards and upwards for you. Yep. Well, yep. Thank you very much, gents. Yeah. 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 The, the pleasure's all ours. It is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Very right. good. Sunday. All right. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Right. Talk to you soon. See ya. See you guys. Bye. Oh, that was kind of fun. Oh, right. it could have gone worse. Could it? Oh, anything. <laughs> <laughs> Right, any um any last requests? No. Any um, last requests? Words from our sponsors? Um I think uh we should do a special ad. Oh no, we've done that. Aerobic oh, Edge is probably quite good coaching. We didn't ask um Ian if he um if he wore underwear when he ran. Oh no we didn't. Yeah. Yeah, actually that would be interesting to know. That's pretty um yep, Aerodex are quite good underwear. Um Inchbar. I'm actually wearing a pair of Aerodex at the moment. Oh, yeah. oh, so am I. Yeah. Do you uh, see? No, no, I know what they look like. Okay. Um, no, no, because I forgot to probably go for a run after this, so. Oh, nice. Oh. I'm going to go um, split wood. In the Aerodex. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're very good underwear for splitting wood. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, very good. Oh, well. Um, okay. We'll catch you around for episode, season three, episode two next week. When we figure out what we're doing. Mm. All right. Okay. Yeah, good stuff. Bye.